0: May twentieth, two thousand nineteen, the Raw after Money in the Bank. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm here with Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan will be coming along. He's uh, doing some Longwood Mayoral stuff. And uh, tonight's Raw. Oh, we have a new title, the new twenty four seven title. We have a new Mister Money in the Bank, Brock Lesnar, shaking things up, shaking his groove thing on the way to the way to the ring uh, with Paul Heyman. A different third hour tonight with lower lights raj did this feel like a different monday night raw to you
1: i wonder what the thing was with the lights because uh the t- the tron also um scaled back so i don't know if there was an issue with the power grid or, or something like that to where uh they couldn't have all their stuff running but i i don't know if that was if this is a change i d- i doubt it is i think it might have just been uh for tonight but um you know what i i thought For a while, I was liking this episode for probably like the first 90 minutes or so. I thought it was pretty,
0: pretty good. Um, You you know, I know a lot of people are upset about Brock Lesnar being back, and I don't think any of the problems have gone away, except for one, he seems remarkably engaged holding that (laughs) money in the bank briefcase and knowing that he's the ultimate spoiler.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Brock was more animated tonight than I think I've, I've seen him in a long time.
0: Yeah, great. Who cares? I'm
2: cutting in. Listen, guess what? The <laughs> fans of our podcast are irate, and they are going to ban you guys at the... Um, they're going on strike. They're not going to watch you guys' little thing of StarCast because you didn't invite the star of the show, moi. <laughs> because why? Because you didn't invite moi to your little StarCast. Uh, someone's, mayor.
1: someone's mayor. Someone's mayor. That
2: is uh, not why. Yeah, your old don't buy uh, that. that.
0: Hey, you're welcome, man. You're welcome to do a run in. Come in and f5 Nick Hausman.
2: You guys are going to kill us both in. Hey, dude, I didn't see Brock last night, you guys. I, I shut it off because I was so pissed. As soon as he won and was flexing on top of the ladder, I was at rate. I didn't see him doing t- running man in moonwalk, basically, holding it up on his like a boombox on his shoulder up on the rampway
1: last night after the paper. Oh, ban. no, that was tonight. That wasn't a replay. He was doing that tonight. Oh, Okay. I saw
2: it on uh, Instagram pop up, and I was po- I popped huge for that because I must have missed that one part of it,
1: obviously. <laughs> Brock looked like he was uh, having a good time. That
2: was pretty funny. You could tell he wanted to bust a moonwalk. You could tell. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think he was trying, but I- – I think uh, that was his best. <laughs> yes. You got to slide the foot. You don't – anyway. Yeah. I- I
2: to- At least go on your tippy toes, Brock.
1: Come on, there. <laughs> But he looked like he was having fun out there. Um, that was that seemed to be uh, the most he has enjoyed being on Raw in a long time.
2: I, I was trying to tell my wife, I was like, "Is there a way possible that Brock can win both titles here in this match? Is there a way?" And I was like, "No." I was think of that too. I think you have to say whose title. Like it has to be one,
1: right? Yeah, it it does.
2: Um, he would set the wrestling world on fire in a bad way if he captured <laughs> both titles though.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, if they did a title versus title match with Kofi and Seth, and then Brock came in during that match and pinned them both at the same oh, time, man. then they could do that. But when to talk about real life heat.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No I mean, it's kind of obvious, though, right? I mean, Vince sees Brock as above his two champions. Um, they're making the show all about him. I have to say, at least he's yeah. engaged. You know before i i didn't i didn't feel it was all about brock when brock was the universal champion
2: he used to do a good chicken he taught me uh how one how to protect my size and then like all within six months he will all of a sudden switch to chicken shit heel and was pulling that off that's why me and nathan jones were even incorporated we were his heaters like brock lesnar needs heaters no, he's a heater, <laughs> but that was the irony. That was like the irony in his heat, and he was starting to do really good, and he loved that role. He really did, and I think that's what the, he might be doing here with it. And if he does, he will be engaged with this.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, my biggest problem with Brock, I've been saying this forever, is that Played out. Yeah, I mean, they do the same thing when he's on RAW every time. Paul Heyman cuts his promo, Brock what? just stands there, and that's it. Week after week, and then either he gets physical or he walks away. You know, those are one of the two options that they go. And they kind of you know, and they did number two tonight. But I, you know, I just wish Brock I I don't want him cutting 15 minute promos. I think that takes away from his aura, but Mm -hmm. dropping a line here and there. Um Paul not saying the same thing. It's still uh, not good enough for me. Even
2: if he cut world leader promos, I'm still not engaged enough with him. I I'm 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 over and I'm one of his
1: biggest fans. I am, but not anymore. It's just, it's, it's the ship has sailed. If Brock was doing those promos like he did after that Cormier fight, I think that would be because that would be so different. You don't see that real different. life is so different, though, right? I know. it is. Yeah.
2: He makes you so uncomfortable every time you get in an octagon <laughs> and they're big a face off with somebody. He yeah. always makes it uncomfortable. <laughs> <It's> so great. <laughs> That's how he was backstage, by the way. He's like the king of comfort, uncomfortability. It pretty funny. <laughs>
0: I think the mistake they're going to make is if they keep teasing it. So tonight it was, oh, stay tuned for the end of the show. Brock's going to do something with this briefcase. Then at the end, no, no, let's wait till next Monday. And then we'll Well, announce who we're going to catch.
2: At least they called it, right? Did they kind of call it out at least three hours for this?
1: Yeah. 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 And and they are announcing it next week. I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that it's going to be cashing in at the Saudi show against Seth Rollins. And... Assuming that's the way they go, it's kind of a waste, I think, of a Money in the Bank, uh, a victory, you know, because I feel like you're getting, you're taking away all that excitement of a, a potential cash in just weeks after the event. Especially since the women's has already been cashed in, and Brock didn't need it. You, you could easily set up Brock versus Seth without needing him to win Money in the Bank, and it's not like people yeah. wouldn't buy it. Exactly, exactly. Yep. You know what I was kind of hoping for though, when Lashley was finishing it
2: off, I was like, oh crap, they're finally going to be in the same ring at the same time. They very very smartly made sure Bobby rolled out of the ring selling he didn't sell in the ring yeah they they didn't want to have Brock and him in the same picture they are saving that I hope I hope they're smart enough to get something out of that too one day
0: yeah I would hope uh so Brock came out with Paul Heyman to open the show tonight, talking about who's he going to cash in on as Mr. Money in the Bank. Uh, Heyman, just, you know, at least it was a different Paul Heyman promo we heard tonight. Uh, I thought, though, it was interesting. Paul Heyman actually called it out, thought it was very true when Seth Rollins came out and Kofi Kingston came out, talking about how you've got these champions essentially almost bidding for Brock to cash in on them. They're chasing him not the way it usually is with this title do you think it makes these guys look weak already to yes. have them in the subservient position
2: absolutely I would have yeah. called that out immediately if I was one of the they, they had an opportunity actually they got opportunity to talk backstage and cut a, a pro- promo each right yeah and back together they could have answered it then and said, I don't know who you think uh, I don't you know I'm the world champion I don't sweat nobody including your big beast who aka I've already beaten him, by the way by the right.
1: way yeah don't exactly. Sweat him. It was kind of like the kids need to be, beat up the big bully, um, you know. And when you're the champion, you sh- it should be, you know, like you just said, it should be people coming after you and you sitting back and being like, you know, uh, I'll accept all all challenges. And Brock is, should be the one that wants the revenge because he lost the belt. Yeah.
0: Uh, I liked... That Kofi Kingston yelled out "wild card" to signify he was invoking the wild card rule. That was a nice change of pace. But aside from that, didn't this remind you of the early 2000s uh, WWE, uh, especially after the uh, the invasion angle and whatnot? Just all these champions. I think seeing Seth and Kofi next to each other takes away being the universal champion, the world heavyweight champion. It's like why don't we just throw the European, the hardcore, all these other belts in there and completely diminish the concept entirely?
2: I don't think they think they're strong enough singularly to pull it off I, that's the that's what i got out of that maybe i'm i'm overthinking it but to have both champions on the show when ratings are an all-time low right They're yeah to do something different it tells me they don't think the guy either one of them can carry a show which is bs because i think seth could it's just they need to be able to do kofi can't
1: yeah i mean they um i mean right now they got 11 titles uh, before they added this this twenty four seven title, I'm a fan of that. By the way, for what it's worth, I know it's going to be street <laughs> comedy. I kind of like it. It
2: was a hardcore title, and they would be defended twenty four seven.
1: I did like that back in the day, but, but we'll we'll get to I that uh, here in a little bit. But um, the the thing with Kofi and and Seth is now you're if since they're on both shows now, it it defeats the purpose of needing two separate belts. Right, and, and we saw with the Usos facing Shane and Roe, I mean, uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, they're probably going to get a tag title match. So you no longer, now the brand uh, extension has been diluted so much in just the last couple of weeks that you don't really need the separate world titles anymore. I mean, except for the live events, really, that's the only reason. Yeah.
2: Which, which, if you've seen what's happened with Roman Reigns, right? They, they shit can Monday uh, live events, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. they canceled tonight. So the brand extension is effectively dead for the time being.
2: Good. Right? Um, listen to me. I'm the biggest fan of killing it, kiboshing it all together. I want to see a mishmash of all their talents over the course of two shows. The key for them is not to copy what they just did the night before mm. completely. You can forward the storylines. You can do a match one night. You can do a promo with that with those, with those, that storyline with whoever it is the following night. They don't have to wrestle and
1: six main tags, back-to-back nights, because then it kills the concept of what I like about it. And to your point, Matt, it does feel like I felt like the show tonight. It <laughs> does feel like there's a lot more stars on it now by by them dropping that. You know, by them introducing yeah. this wild card rule, it doesn't. It's it doesn't fix the problems that they have as far as long term booking and creating stars. It's a bandaid right. on a bullet wound. But it, it this show yeah. that I thought uh, it, it moved faster than uh, you know some of the other shows that they've been doing since Russell. Because it felt like every
2: segment we saw somebody kind of important. Good, yeah. Good, see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, Raw Tag Team Titles, MIA, uh, although uh, Hawkins, the writer, were backstage greeting McFoley when he came there. Um, I think
1: if they're... (laughs) The the Viking Experience, whatever they're called now, Viking Raiders, uh, they haven't been on TV in weeks. I'm going to make a note
2: right now, really quick.
1: And yeah. I know I can't
2: compare TNA to WWE and how it works. I know it's not. It's silly of me. But TNA and its heyday, right? When Ric Flair and Hogan were coming in, remember? It was a night Ric Flair was coming in. He was pulling up in his limo. They had James Storm, Bobby Roode. They wanted all like the younger, what they considered <laughs> the younger guys, which we weren't younger. We were mid 30s, but whatever. Um, AJ, Joe, myself. And I remember, I'm being dead serious. It's not me being arrogant and full of myself, but this is me being confident in my gimmick at the time, which was I was supposed to be a killer giant that they were about to be putting into a main event scenario, hopefully with Hogan at the time, if he was able to go, but he had the get back surgery, unfortunately. But, anyways, they were supposed to build me to that. And I said, not to sound like a dick here or anything and full of myself and I'm captain over Matt Morgan all of a sudden, but hear me out. Would that make sense for me to be sitting out there waiting to? You know what I mean? To to kiss Ricclair's ass showing up and be, oh, thank you for coming to TNA. No, (laughs) I was supposed to be a dicky, arrogant heel. I would never do that. That's beneath the blueprint. You know, this over-arrogant, perfect, Mr. Perfect of the Giants, if you will, right? And they listened. And I wasn't a part of that. So, like, tonight you see the the Zack Ryder and Cody Hawkins doing that. It diminishes them. It makes them look like Jay Browns. Not because there's the connection to Long Island. I get it. But it made them look like jay browns
1: yeah and and yeah, who they, who else is in those segments you know it's the guys that aren't being used on tv they're the guys on main event not your um, champions right so yeah, yeah. It's, they need to get those titles off of hawkins and and so, kurt, so kurt hawkins and zach Ryder. and this is not this is not criticizing them it's just you see no. where wwe pegs them at so and, I, I just wonder rod you talk to the guys probably more than i do i'm guessing
2: um they, can they say anything anymore? Like, are they at a point? Is it, is it still at a level when I was there? You couldn't say nothing to do to be creative about not being comfortable doing things. I know that they'd fire you basically. If you're on my level, but can they do It's it different, is a different place there now where you can talk like that and say, hey, you know what? it be, it doesn't make sense
1: for me to be in this. Would they be in trouble? I would think those guys would be in trouble. I think you know, like the a Seth Rollins or someone like that can you know will speak up, but um, and and suggest things. And Roman, obviously, you know you know the top guys, but not uh, underneath that. Now,
2: okay, it sounds dicky no matter what way. Even telling you the story back with Flair, who I well, he's obviously and I got to work, it was an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Still though, I was thinking about the character first, 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 first.
1: No, it. Mean, I mean, it makes sense. It's like I. Uh, I go back to when Baron Corbin made his main roster debut and won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and was crying. And it's like you're supposed to your first night in, you're making this impression. You're supposed to be this arrogant, pompous heel, mm-hmm. and you're crying over winning that, and you're doing the Andre the Giant pose, like you know that just doesn't. Uh, you're right. Just doesn't jive. But I agree. I think it's important to stay uh, true to the character because that's what people are watching the show for. And what sometimes sucks is guys, you know, fans will
2: run away with it. Like, oh, wouldn't work for themselves. And it's like, I see both sides of it, but the guys have to be comfortable doing that eventually. Those are the guys I will eventually want to pay to see because I believe they believe they're that character, which, which is intriguing to me as a fan versus someone who's just in the role for that night and then, you know, could be wearing a pumpkin on their head the following night and being okay with that, killing their character. Right. <laughs> I don't respect I mean, that
1: guy as much. By the way, yeah. did you guys catch what Brock said to Kofi? No. Um, well, I mean, it was, you know, he was mouthing it, but you know, he didn't say it on the mic. <laughs> Kofi was saying how he needed to he needed to beat Brock so he can go down as one of the great WWE champions of all time. And Brock goes, Look at you, man. <laughs> it was was so brutal i was like oh man brock is raw
0: (laughs) this is a weird era this is either this experiment is either gonna further the spiral down on the ratings or it's gonna succeed but if it succeeds it's gonna bury an entire generation of talent that wwe is hoarding right now
1: Mm Briefcase. Well, this could be just something until you know until Saudi Arabia and then you know Rock <laughs> yeah, loses they're... and is gone again for a while. Okay, I I'm don't cool know. with that. I'm cool yeah. with that.
0: Yeah, if he puts if he came back to put Seth or even better Kofi yes. over, huge Perfect.
2: fan. Yes, me too. I, I'm Perfect. so annoyed that they wasted the briefcase on him though, Raj.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. You you Perfect. could have done it without him needing the briefcase. It was it was a crazy surprise. No one saw that coming. No one predicted that, but um you didn't need it. You know just for a quick a quick pop from the crowd that, that briefcase could help build someone like a drew mcintyre or ricochet or ollie but it's kind of gone to waste this year yeah man
0: yeah uh so after that the anti-build sammy Zayn versus braun Strowman. sammy running from braun to ask bobby lashley to do something and then uh braun ends up kicking the crap out of Sammy clothesline running power slam gets an easy win over him. I I'm afraid there's no like build payoff to the Sami Zayn uh, promos we've been seeing lately. I mean, is he ever going to get the better of Braun Strowman? Would that even make sense at this point?
1: I mean, he did get the better of him last week. This is just their 50, 50 stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But he Indeed. looks, he just looks really weak.
1: Well, he—I mean, look realistically too. If you know, seeing Sammy throwing Braun around doesn't really work, um, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, for him really realistically to beat Braun, it's got to be you know uh, a little underhanded uh, banana peel, yeah, that kind of thing. But
2: guys, um, that's been happening. That's been happening with big man and little man from the since the beginning. A time of wrestling. There's a, that's, a, that's not to crap on the smaller wrestler, right? That's just to put over how damn big braun is
0: actually that match where sammy what was it, the last five minutes or ten minutes remember back in was it 26 yeah 2017? i remember that yeah that was good because it put over that sammy had all this heart i mean he made him yeah. ultimate baby face like that was really cool
1: it was right. but he's and, a heel. he's a mid-card heel right now that's where they've got him slotted at.
0: Yeah. yeah uh so that totally happened uh alexa bliss hanging out with nikki cross backstage before moment of bliss was there some story to this that i missed last week between Alexa yeah. and Nikki, it seems like a very odd pairing.
1: That's it. Okay. It's like they saw what they did with Nikki and Alexa and like, hey, let's do that with Nikki Cross. So, um, Strange bad fellows kind of gimmick. It's stupid.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan comes out to the ring. We see a video package about how dominant he's been. Before he gets a chance to speak, the Lucha House Party comes out for payback.
1: <laughs> yeah, they – Pretty much got beat up and, and went <laughs> went back uh, packing. Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's what they should be doing. I mean, as far as you know, um, building, building Lars, lucha house part of your guys that they're not really using, they're not featured. So, it, but there are guys that people know there you don't consider them necessarily to be like. Uh, man, uh, who, who, who's a good example? Um, the clones. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're still they're more they, important than them. They get, yeah, they're more important. So you're, you're giving Lars three uh, people. Yeah. You know,
2: it's more impressive. It, it just is. Um, but let me ask you a question. What did you think of the fans' reaction to him tonight? Last night, they couldn't have cared any less. In fact, I thought they were, they felt like they were over it, actually. I thought last night. I went back and rewatched it again and listened to them.
0: Tonight, it wasn't good. Uh, I mean, there were some booze when he came out there. I'm actually really surprised. I know we addressed the controversy and him paying the hundred thousand dollar fine I and all that I, stuff. I
2: don't think it's that. It's that. and I, I think don't, it's yeah, part in of respect it. Back to the kid. I, yeah. I, I hope he does good. I root for him. But he's not built like Brock was. Mm. He's not six foot ten, whatever. Like Braun is. Um, dude, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is about him. He's like old school brawly, brawny type of. Like old school, you know, beer gut, but big, hairy looking, you know what I mean? Tough guy
1: wrestler. Like an ox baker almost. Yes, whatever. yes,
2: yes. So I, I just don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what it is because I don't get it why they're not responding.
1: I wonder if all, it's also too, I mean, it took Braun a little bit when they started doing the same thing with him. Uh That's true. They, they weren't reacting right off the bat. And remember, I think a lot of people were talking about how this is going to fail. And, oh, they were know, annoyed. It. Remember how annoyed
2: they were with it? And every week, like, no, this needs to happen. You'll see if this needs to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it, it eventually worked out. So I think it's too soon. Um, you, you know, maybe the controversy is hurting a little bit. I don't know. I would think there would probably be more, um, uh, like, rude chants or something uh, for him if, if that were the case.
0: Right. Uh, maybe. Um, and what did you make of Paul Heyman calling out Seth Seth's girlfriend, uh, making reference to Becky Lynch <laughs> during that opening promo? We forgot about that.
1: Mm,
2: I didn't think anything of it.
1: What he said something along the lines. What, what did he say? Like he waited seven years so he could see he, he didn't get to main event WrestleMania's girlfriend did or something along those lines. The way he delivered it was pretty funny, though.
2: It was. But, again, it knocks Seth down. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like, you know, Paul's usually better than that.
0: yeah. Usually, um, Cesaro versus Ricochet. This is a high point. Cesaro's new entrance is not, but I like the, I like the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he used to have that transporter James Bond male stripper thing going on. Mm, you don't yeah. want to go back to that. I think it, it, it it's a, yeah, I think it was just regressive to go back to that. This was so generic tonight. Just that music, that logo, like, looked very 2003. I don't know,
1: How I don't was... think they know what to do with them. Yeah, I think yeah. because with that whole bond thing, he never got over as a top guy, or they never pushed him as a top guy. Right. So to go back to that, it would just feel like he's going back to that yeah. area, of the you know that spot he, on the card he was. He
2: should be trying something different right yeah. now. He really should.
1: Right now is the time for him too. Yeah. So I like it better than him coming out to the bars music. I, I think they yeah, can still tweak too. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what would you think of the match though? And Cesaro picking up a win over Ricochet.
2: I did not see that. I did not see, again, Ricochet losing again. What the hell are they
1: doing? I think Ricochet has only won one singles it. match uh, since he split with Alistair Black. That was with Bobby Roode when they switched uh, traded victories. Um, Let's hope yeah, it's he, a plan where they're just testing Mirage. What's
2: happening? Let's happen? hope it's a plan where they're just testing him. <laughs> See if <he's laughs> put up with how,
1: how often do we say that? blow <laughs> okay, them uh, up. I think once you just start beating a guy a lot, you know, he's lost to Baron Corbin, was that, last week? Um, I don't know. I mean, once you just start getting, you know, once fans just see a guy just getting beat over and over every other week, it just takes that specialness out, you
2: know. I, I, I agree with this so much. Even when I wrestled myself, I would say, I, I, back in the day, I would say the same thing. I'd this argument with Russo sometimes, not argument a conversation because he was, a, he... Despite his, you know is his, his downsides and things of that nature you can still always talk to him honestly as, as the head writer at the time and i remember like we, we would talk about like how he would say wins and losses don't matter there's not as a push and i'm like that's a-. yes there is yeah there is people do care if you win and lose they do if that's not the case then cool let me win tonight if it's not a big deal yeah. oh, 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 oh what you know i'd always do that
0: <laughs> Cesaro yeah. is ice cold right now. Cesaro did not need this win. No,
2: he did not. Ricochet did.
1: Or they could have given him a win against uh, somebody else. Somebody like give get- Ricochet a win yes. against somebody. Yes. yes. Uh, you're not using uh, Apollo Crews or you know anyone you're doing this, you know, the the wild card. You could use anybody for Cesaro to beat this week and, and give Ricochet some wins. So he's got some momentum. He was awesome last night. And he, you know, I thought this match was great too, him and him and Cesaro. I thought it was really good. But, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, again, wins and losses do matter. We've seen it. How many top guys do you see make it while they're getting beat all the time? Um, you don't. And once they start losing their steam, that's when they're getting beat all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ Styles had a backstage segment with Baron Corbin, <laughs> slapped him in the face. That Maybe was- that's his new feud.
1: I yeah it. I think it is and I think Corbin's gonna win it and they're gonna go to Corbin and Seth after that I do
0: too uh Roman Reigns came out wild card rule uh confronted by Shane McMahon out with Drew McIntyre and yeah Shane says he's done with Miz now Roman says he's done with Elias so we're getting Roman and Shane in Saudi Arabia uh i don't know if that, like no i don't like anything about that
1: <laughs> they really got nothing for roman right now he's your top yeah. guy and they can, that's the best they can do um you're right yeah i mean elias and now shane mcmahon it's like man you gotta you gotta do something i mean i see why
2: like, like if you had to bring a star in real quick and like oh crap we weren't expecting him back right now we need to put him with somebody that's of substance and big name value you know what i mean then you know what then you open up your damn bank account and you go uh, your, your 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 wallet vince and you go get like someone like a, another goldberg you know what i mean you go get another big name like that and you throw whatever money you got to throw out there because your ratings are tanking and they're on this kick right now where they think they have to go back and get these older names right
1: yeah but, but you also got randy orton there who's not doing anything right now either so you could have uh, they worked uh orton and reigns yeah, I don't know. it's been a long time. It was like when Reigns first split from the Shield. They had that match at SummerSlam that Reigns won. Um,
2: that could be good. No, yeah, there. that could be good.
1: Yeah, and maybe they are. Well, you know, they need stuff for SummerSlam. Maybe they're holding off on that for later in the summer. But it,
2: it just feels like they had to put a big name with him because they weren't expecting this to ha- that he was going to be back like this. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Shane McMahon is a big name. It's just unfortunately, it doesn't look right when if he's beating guys on the roster. Just doesn't.
0: Yeah, and there's just there's no heat to this feud. I mean, it's not interesting. No,
2: there's there's zero heat to it at all, and it puts us in weird scenarios where if he's me, he's saving Miz, when there's no way on God's green earth anybody's ever saving Miz. (laughs) Years of, you know what I mean? Heat and crap storms. He's, you know, caused those guys. You know, and his other. He just was such a great heel for so damn long. Nobody would ever save him. And it would make sense as to why, actually.
1: Geez, real quick, back to the match. Did, did you notice that one part where uh, Ricochet did that uh, that suicide dive from from the ring to the outside, and they had cut to an inset ad for Secret Life of Pets Shh. right as he was uh, getting ready to do that? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They cut was to an really ad. Passed? I mean, right before uh, Ricochet could get going on the move, they cut to this ad, so the audio switched, and it just took so much of the impact out of it. So um, it was just the the worst timing for that. I don't know what they're missing with
2: him. He is a star.
0: Yeah. No, he's the one. If I was going to invest in anyone right now of the newer talents on Raw, he would be the one I'd be building because I think that you you need to water that plant, as it were uh so it will pay off in the future
1: yeah his promos aren't the strongest but again if you are you know uh gsp you could say his promos weren't the strongest but you get around it you you use that to their advantage but wwe only knows one style with promos and that's that's where ricochet is going to get hurt until they could figure you know figure out a way to let different characters be uh you know have different styles with their promos and and present them in different ways yeah
0: After that, the Usos versus the Revival, the feud continues. Uh, Were there any new sort of juvenile shenanigans tonight? I know we referenced the old ones during the broadcast. Uh,
2: I'm I'm a fan any time these guys were able to have an actual wrestling match with each other.
1: Do you know what I mean? The four of them, so.
0: Absolutely. Match was great, I thought. Uh, The Revival picking up a win was good.
1: I felt like it took a little time for the fans to have to forget the stupid crap that they've been doing the last few weeks, <laughs> and then they got into it, mm-hmm. and then as the match went on, they were just more and more into it, and it was, I thought it was a really strong match, you know, between this and the Cesaro and Ricochet match, they—they they were really good. Wow. Yeah. I think you had left the feud to be at, at this, you know, the two best teams on Raw, you know, fate, wrestling for the tag titles, and you have this be a title feud, not, you know, whatever they have going on with it, which is pretty much nothing. Um, it would just be w- way more effective, it would, it would help both teams and it would help the tag titles.
0: Yeah. This was a strong, uh, strong hour, I thought. Better parts of the wrestling, uh, here. But no, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, it's amazing that this is the front and center Raw tag team feud and the tag titles aren't involved in it at all. To your point, Raj, it really says something about where Ryder and Hawkins are right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, I've talked about this since at WrestleMania. I'm like, I don't see them really ever giving these guys a real, a real push. It's just something that's kind of cute, and you know, it, it gets Kurt Hawkins some wins, which is funny, I guess. But uh, no one takes those tag titles seriously right now.
0: After that, we had what did happen after that? Uh, more build up for Moment of Bliss. But before that, we had Prey Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse again. This uh, continued on what we saw last week with the masked character, the Let Me In, uh, which was really, really super creepy. Do you think this was the original plan to just have this tonight, Roger or do you think they were going to debut him and the birth of his son uh, delayed that a week?
1: I don't think so. Um, because I feel, I think all of these were taped, you know, way in advance. It just so seems I, so short. It was short. And, you know, I think maybe that's, you know, that was it. But, I mean, they're not filming these week to week. These were all filmed at
0: once. Yeah. yeah what did you think of this, Matt? What do you think awesome. of the mask? Awesome. Yeah.
2: They continue to be some of the best part of the show.
0: Creepy as hell. I uh, hope they don't screw this up. A mm-hmm. uh, moment of bliss. Becky Lynch came out. No longer Becky Two Belts after dropping the SmackDown Women's title last night to Charlotte. And, then, of course, Bailey cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase to become the new SmackDown Women's champ. The iconics came out to mock Becky. Uh, Becky was out there with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Lacey Evans came out, and next thing you know, six woman tag match.
1: This is uh, Matt's expression about getting some on you, right? Yep. As far as Becky, could you imagine if Steve Austin uh, was chant, you know, just lost the title and the headbangers are talking down to him and, and, and ripping him? <laughs> um, good, good analogy, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, it yeah. it just brings her it just brings Becky down. It definitely does.
0: This is the women's division. This was the sole women's segment tonight, unless I'm forgetting something, right?
1: No, I think this was it.
0: And I think this is going to its gonna be one segment per show uh, until at least Saudi Arabia, because they've clearly got nothing for them there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I,
1: I, I just think, you know, all the people who are saying Ronda was bad for the women's division or anything, you see where they're at without her. You know they they definitely don't have the focus on it.
2: They screwed Becky up though. Let's be let's be fair here. If yeah. they if they kept Becky where she was and, and and not doing it all started when they started putting more attention on Charlotte and, and Rhonda and took the limelight off of Becky. That's when it started her 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 decrescendo of not on her but on them. And how they, they were booking her. And from there, remember, she'd come out on promos, on crutches. She was hurt. We never got to see her. Like, badass backing. That's what everyone was buying at the time. Badass mm-hmm. And they just immediately, they kept trying to extinguish it almost. It felt like week after week after week. Oh, no, she's too white hot. No, here's some water. <laughs> week, Here's some more water the next week. I'm like, you buffoon. What are you guys doing? Yeah, and then, So now, we're... We, she's stuck where they got her at now and she's not as meaningful a- as she should be
1: because you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and she still could, you know, she's still super over the fans still love her. Uh, they she's just more, need more to... over than Ronda. Yeah. With,
2: with live audiences, you know, she was so, 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 I mean, again, yeah, Ronda obviously helps. She's a huge name and, and, and really, really good at what she had to do when she wrestled actually. Yeah. But, uh, <sighs> I don't know. Is it because of her that
0: that that, that the women's division's down at the moment? No, I, I don't know. So Becky Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross won. I was going to say the faces won, but is Alexa Bliss a face now? I mean no. Nikki, I guess, kind of. Nope. Um, yeah. So they beat the Iconics and Lacey Evans. I don't know what they do with Lacey going forward from here. Um, Women are just in a tough spot right now. I think maybe in the build to stomping grounds, that's the next pay-per-view in a month.
2: Why can't Lacey wrestle her again? I don't understand. I don't
0: know. I think
1: they will. I mean, this is clearly continuing. I I think this was just a way to get Becky a win since she just lost last night. The last match she had, she lost. So this was a way to get her a a victory.
2: I'm entertained with the two of them. Becky versus Lacey.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see them do more with it. You know, some sort of story with it. But Yeah.
0: I mean there's nothing else. Who else would be a credible raw challenger for Becky right
2: now? It's not even that fresh is really the other part of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hard times, man. This is uh, difficult to watch occasion more more often than not lately. Uh Mick Foley came out. Wanted to unveil a new title, talked about that the third hour of Raw is going to be different going forward, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and again, people are noticing a different look tonight that cut some of the lights. It was a bit darker look, uh, looked a little more like an NXT TakeOver in terms of production. Um... And wanted to introduce a new title that would be a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week title. They did not call it the hardcore title, but uh, he unveiled the new green belt for the WWE 24/7 title to not much of a reaction from the crowd. Actually, the crowd Probably got big be- booed. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was not good. Um, <laughs> the fact they didn't perk up until he said that it was uh, Superstars on Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, and NXT UK. Maybe even a visiting legend are going to be able to compete for this. Uh, that woke him up a little bit. And then he dropped it in the middle of the ring and said, okay, guys, scramble. Now, this isn't to diss the title and be a hater on it from the get-go. But if you're trying to establish a brand new title and give it some uh, some juice, do you want Cedric Alexander, EC3, Gallows and Anderson, Mojo Raleigh, Titus O'Neill, No Way Jose, and Eric Young, the guys brawling to be the first 24-7 champ?
2: They should have... I think they should have said for the beginning like the introduction mm. introductory to this title we got to have people who've never we're going to have people I haven't sure. been champion before and then name those rosters that you said before that
0: would Something have gotten the crowd invested
2: where the middle card guys came out and it then made sense and it didn't hurt the title because there's only middle card mid card guys going after that title
0: matt you're that that's a great point they in fact should have said i we're going to call out everyone from the back who has never held a belt before and say you guys are gonna get first crack at this that would have got the audience more invested and would have been a better watch as opposed to making it look like wwe's main event <clears throat> scrambling for this title and then, and
2: then say once the first uh, person has won all bets are off and everybody is now up for that title
0: yeah absolutely rush <laughs> i mean i
1: thought uh, I, I was with the fans when they they took the tick the belt out and oh, and, and right but right off the bat he's saying this is going to be defended in the third hour of raw right yeah. And then they say it's a 24-7 belt. So if it's 24-7, it shouldn't oh, be just during oh, the, oh. the third hour raw. It should be I at any that. time during the show yeah. or, you know, any time during the week. So right, I mean, right off the bat, it, it makes no sense what they're explaining. And then when they have those guys, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of a lot of those guys. I think sure. a lot of those guys are underused. I mean, we talk about yeah. EC3 all the time. I think t- Titus is talented uh, in, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um and but right off the bat, you, you know, Matt's Matt's expression, the belt got a lot on it. You know, yeah. it, uh, it it just made it seem like it's a joke title right off the bat. And, you know, every week it's going to be the same batch of guys that are kind of in the mix for this thing. They're not going to be putting uh, Drew McIntyre or, or Lars Sullivan or, you know, the guys that they're really pushing well, for it. That's OK. And listen
2: to me. Why? Because when the hardcore title was put out there, same thing then.
0: Yeah,
1: every once in a
2: while, like well, you had Mick Foley Mick win it. Had it for a second. Mick won it for a second. RVD had it for a minute there, but come on, Johnny Stamboli had it. Um,
1: like, didn't Raven win it like
2: thirty times? Yeah, like like there was a <laughs> bunch of guys. Bob, like guys like that had it. So like that was a mid card title and then some, and we always knew it was, but it was exciting because you never know who would have it, right? Because they chase each other and be, it was yeah. always like, what's his name? Um, no, Bob, not Bob Holly. His par, um, crash. Mm. Right. Crash would always end up winning and then running away. It was pretty funny actually. He did a good job with it. He did. Spike, everybody, it was always so good because of that. And I don't think it gives like the Sammys and the other people too in my opinion an opportunity to do some funny things with that. Sammy could do something really good with that in my
1: opinion. I
0: Glenn, Sammy, you had a
1: you had a funny suggestion about Oh, right on those table for 3s or one of those right yeah, along
0: table for 3 all of it, right? I'm I'm positive mark my words, maybe Maybe after tomorrow night, I think this week it will change hands on social media or YouTube. Yeah, like it should. Sure.
2: Yeah, it should though. They should do. They should try
1: that. Yeah, it, it, it takes some creativity to do that. I, I, I'm not going to give them that much credit right now. With uh, oh, <laughs> <was gonna> saying
0: <laughs> no. The web team. I actually think the web team and yeah, the but, backstage. But team the is wrestlers more
1: are, are. Yeah, but the wrestlers are traveling too, right? And they're they're going back home. They're not. You know, after tomorrow, they're not going to be. The the raw guys right now. No, well, I guess I mean they could be at SmackDown now.
0: They're not running a show counter to it tomorrow night.
1: No, they don't. Yeah, they don't run raw shows counter uh, to SmackDown live tapings.
0: I think Vince after a week is. I don't think Vince even cares now who holds this. um I oh, think. No. Yeah, I mean, so uh, Robert Roode got this off Titus O'Neil, who got it first. Titus O'Neil was the first champ, then Robert Roode, and by the end of the show, R-Truth had it, uh, tricked uh, Roode out of it, and uh, drove away with it. So, yeah, I think uh, this is going to keep bouncing around. I think Sami Zayn should be technically a little above this right now, the way they've positioned yes, he it. he should so be.
2: I think he yeah. can make – I'm saying though, he can make that title mean something because I know he can do some funny things with it. Yeah, uh, I
1: guess whenever you need to give it a jump. I mean the hardcore title didn't last that long the last time it was around. But it was entertaining. But at the same time, they did a lot of creative stuff back then. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll we'll see what they can do.
0: Yep. Um after that, the Miz versus Drew McIntyre. What did you think of this match, Matt? Again, I finally
2: I'm subscribing to Raj's theory that it's tough to take Miz as a face. Yeah. I hate admitting that because I root for him, like, like personally. I'm, I'm a big fan of how hard he's worked to get where he's gone. I legitimately am. I, I legitimately am, rather. But um, this is—it's not his fault. It's just—it's tough. It's tough to, to take him seriously because Shane McMahon doesn't piss me off. There's nothing about him that that gets heat from me. The the, the fans watch a
0: him. Very likable guy. I I'm think, never like can. that
2: dastardly Shane McMahon. I hope maybe, you <laughs> know serves him up his comeuppance finally. I never say that. I never think
0: that. I think yeah. when he was younger, he was really unlikable.
2: Yeah, but 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 do you know what I'm saying? Like like yeah. for you to make Miz, and Miz a babyface, that heel has got to be a fuego full of heat. Of just he has to outdick Miz in order to baby face heat
0: on Miz. no but the Miz is doing promos for the secret life of pets and talking about what does pets do when he's away
1: that was pretty funny (laughs) um yeah i mean i I, i'm the same way i feel like wwe thinks the same thing they're not pushing i mean Miz gets beaten by everybody now i mean he's you know losing constantly so the sooner he could turn back heel i think the better it is for him
0: yeah so uh, Shane tried to attack the Miz after Drew McIntyre won that match, and then Roman Reigns came to the Miz's defense. But yeah, there was just nothing really there.
2: That would never. That would never happen. Nobody would come save Miz. I mean, serious. That's what that would be. Creative writing. That would be consistent creative writing that everyone say no way don't you remember back like two years ago when he did this to me remember five years ago yeah. back, he said this about me on, on Miz TV or whatnot hell no nobody would make that save and it would make sense mm-hmm. and it wouldn't kill him as a babyface either quite honestly it would just be another layer to the storyline that you know this new version of Miz you know what I'm saying like um it's another obstacle for him to have to uh, a hurdle for him to have to jump um of truly seeing this good side of him, if you will. Right. Like he's got a whole locker for all guys. I think it's an act. I think he's not this goody two-shoe guy. All of a sudden they think he's still a jerk. Yada, yada, yada. And that's a different direction. They can go with that. They continue to give him baby face, which I don't think they're going to do.
0: Uh, after that backstage, we learned that, um, Ray Mysterio had dislocated his shoulder or separated his shoulder last night at money in the bank against samoa joe so we got a backstage promo from samoa joe saying since he was never pinned he never lost the title and he should just be a man and give it back
2: you now will you guys normally crap on those phone promos let me be very clear that fire was i mean that promo was fire rather yeah, i love joe's intensity in this promo a lot his voice his cadence his look he looks like a badass
1: so Joe doesn't count as one of the four, right, on the, with the wild card by appearing here?
0: Well, no, he's on Raw now.
1: Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to keep track. Not that it matters.
0: Not that it matters <laughs> at all. These rules yeah. don't matter. This is all arbitrary. They yeah. were changing
2: all, all the Raj if he was or wasn't.
1: Uh, just because they also had R-Truth. You know, it, it was more than four, but I guess it was just four this week. So. And
0: yeah, the main event got. tonight the main event uh after r-truth tricked robert root out of the 24 7 title we got kevin kofi kingston and seth rollins versus bobby lashley and baron corbin <sighs> i don't know i don't know what to say about this this wasn't a bad match
2: no it's just we're, we're getting i don't know sick of
0: these guys I, I, all yeah, of them
2: yeah i feel bad to, i mean because baron we keep saying like he has improved he has he's gotten good i just I can't, I can't get past the damn outfit. I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm the same not way. Obsessed with it, but I think I am.
0: He was wrestling in a t-shirt at uh, live events. I'm, I'm the same the way, way,
1: man. When and when you know, this is the same thing with Kane when he was wearing the, the the white t-shirt and slacks. I just could not take him, you know, as a as a top heel when he was Corporate Kane. Mm-hmm. It just it it just doesn't look like a main eventer.
2: And he's wrestling like one. He is, his punches, his kicks,
1: everything. He's going
2: into his deep, was it deep six? Mm -hmm. Um, He's going into his finisher at really ultra creative moments in the mat. Like he's doing immensely much better than he was. He's doing really good. He had just dropped the damn chart. How hard is this?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, this match was pretty much just filler to, you know, to get to Brock coming out.
0: Meaningful Uh, looks brock and paul heyman who is he going to cash in on what's going to happen No, i mean you knew brock wasn't catching any kit when he came out at what 759 or uh, p.m right. pacific right you had one minute yeah
2: you guys it's never going to be kofi it's never going to be brock and kofi <sighs> it's going to be seth like well, you guys already said it earlier and you're right it's going to be seth it's going to be seth and seth's going to pick up a win
0: unless brock's sticking around
2: <sighs> it could i don't be. care if he sticks around he does not need the title
0: yeah i know i know but and this is what i saw last night
1: online
0: oh sorry go ahead (laughs) the response everyone was saying okay you know from vince mcmahon's perspective we gave you exactly what you wanted we gave you seth rollins kofi kingston becky lynch at the top we gave you that at wrestlemania and then ratings took a nosedive in the six weeks following so now we gotta we gotta get back in business and get the beast back here get brock in here to boost ratings up and put him at the top of this company to stop the, uh, the ship from sinking
1: well a rating i mean a year to year ratings were down before wrestlemania mm-hmm. you know when, when, and this kind of the same percentage actually it is down more since wrestlemania but yeah i do i do get the feeling like mainstream wise you know uh they don't see seth and kofi at that level right now so they're not bringing in new fans um and no one really is right now and and they need to find a way to do that you know brock is a a, a stopgap what's it called a gap stopgap measure <laughs> or uh, whatever, but you know, like I said earlier, the Band-Aid on the, the Bullet Wound. It's They need to work on ma- focusing on certain talents, trying to find how, how to make them the biggest star possible, yeah. and have intriguing storylines.
2: It's not about the names, guy. I really think they're wrong on this. It's not. I don't think it's the big names that are going to do it. They'll pop a rating for a night if you advertise it in advance, like on Digger's coming back, or Shawn Michaels is coming back. They may pop it a little bit, right? But it's the entire face of the show, Is Mm -hmm. what needs to change. You guys remember a while back, maybe it was a year ago, I said, I think they need to change the entire aesthetic of this show. They need to change the logo. They need to change the ramp. They need to change the entranceways. They need to change. Like They're not evolving. There's something that's missing. And no one else has been able to do it yet either, by the way. I just don't know what that it is. I feel like we're stuck in that era right before the Attitude Era hit, right? But it's been like 20 years that they're stuck in that doing the clown era, if you will, (laughs) not not because we weren't expecting the the attitude era to come when it did. Nobody expected that. Right. But I feel like we're waiting on that next something. Right. The next process. But it's taking too long to get there, whatever that it is. That changed the landscape of our of the, of the wrestling business and how it's filmed. Yeah. maybe something like that.
1: Yeah, the the look of the show is pretty much the same in the last twenty years, as far as something you know, the screen and the ramp, and you know, open up the show with the promo and gets interrupted, and, and that whole format has just been done forever. So, yeah, um, we'll see. I mean. I'm curious what AEW will look like. They got double or nothing this Saturday. Uh, I'm curious what their look and presentation will be. I mean, this is a pay-per-view, not their weekly show. That won't be until uh, October, most likely. But uh, this is a a good chance to show that they're going to be something different and, and make sure that they're set and everything does not look like WWE.
0: I'm looking forward to it. So Kofi and Seth won that match uh that was monday night raw we'll see what happens tomorrow on smackdown biggie's coming back and the new day is having a celebration to welcome him back on smackdown tomorrow night uh speaking of double or nothing and starcast 2 happening this week it was announced today that rick flair is not going to be there and uh the roast of rick flair did they officially say what's happening with that Raj?
1: Uh, so that's, well, Flair is not going, they haven't uh, announced a replacement or what's going to be happening with it. But, uh, yeah, Flair underwent uh, heart surgery earlier today and uh, apparently it went pretty well. Uh, Rick Flair's wife, Wendy told TMZ that the operation was a success and, uh, Flair is now recovering. Um, so he's actually booked for an appearance on May 31st. Uh, it's an indie appearance I, I think it's a signing or something, and I'll, I'll have more on that in a little bit. But the promoter uh, had sent us something just a little bit ago, saying that Flairis uh, said that he's still going to be there. So, and that's the week after next. So it, it seems like he's doing pretty well, and we'll be back on his feet really soon.
0: Glad the surgery went well. Uh, wish him a swift and speedy recovery from that. And I'm sure there'll be more news soon about that roast. Uh, what is happening at Starcast this Friday? Wrestling Inc. Who nanny? The Panel happening 2 30 on the podcast movement stage. Stop at calling it a hood. Hey, that's I
2: know. lame. It's I'm,
0: tra- I'm trying, Matt. <laughs> I didn't come up with that. I'm trying to play, I'm trying to be a corporate guy and play along with this here. Uh, since I'm appearing on this panel with Raj, Nick, Hausman. Uh, Kelsey's going to be a part of it as well. And then we have one other Scott Fishman. Yeah, Scott Fishman. That's yeah, right. I'm
1: friends with Scott Fishman. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. It'll be fun. We'll be talking about all the big news of the week. Uh, you know, the. We'll be talking about double or nothing, you know, WWE ratings, you know, whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll have prizes and, and everything. So uh, definitely check it out 2.30 at the Tuscany Suites.
2: Come up to them on my behalf, guys, and clown them for calling it Annie.
1: please.
0: <laughs> you want us to FaceTime you in, Matt, on this panel so you can just yes. talk shit the whole time? Yeah, okay.
2: No, it's like why the fans talk back to you and make fun of you for calling it.
1: <laughs> But I will be back here on Saturday, and me and Matt will be covering uh, Double or Nothing Saturday night. Yeah. I'm excited to watch. This is going to be good.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, and we'll see, we'll see who's replacing uh Pac in the match against hangman page.
1: Yeah, that should be announced tomorrow.
0: Oh, they're going to announce it ahead of time. Not surprised at the event. Interesting. I, th-
1: I think they're going to, they're going to show the match, the, the Pac, uh hangman page match that took place in the UK tomorrow. They're going to air that. So I'm going to, I'm going to assume that they're going to kind of say what's what they're going to do from there.
0: Okay. There you have it. And we'll be back tomorrow night to talk about SmackDown live. Right when it goes off the air on the east coast matt morgan before we take it home anything you want to plug no okay
1: uh um, real quick I, i'm on ryback's podcast i mentioned that last night it dropped today right. so definitely check that out we talked for over an hour on uh you know uh, the the rights of wrestlers and you know how much say they have over their creative and how much ryback goes into detail about how much his pay changed over creative decisions that were made um a lot of interesting stuff it, it's it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out so check it out uh ryback's conversation with the big guy podcast and and yeah
0: Nice. Uh, No, I look forward to giving that a listen. And uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein, where I live tweet along with WWE programming. Until next time, folks, we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.